Thank you for tuning in to The Trisha Goyer Show. I'm sharing my heart and answering questions about faith, writing, homeschool, big family living, and so much more. I'll also be digging deep into meaningful conversations with other authors, speakers, moms, and God lovers. I'm your host, Trisha Goyer, wife to John, mom of 10, author of over 80 books, speaker, homeschooler, avid reader, and mega nap taker. I'm so glad you're here. Delight the hearts and minds of the young readers in your life as they journey through the Bible with Lucy Liu and her Papa Joe, learning all about the majestic, miraculous creation of God and his never-changing, never-failing, never-ending love in Karen Ferguson's Guess How Much God Loves You. Well, hello, friends. Trisha Goyer here, and I'm here with my free, my free, my sweet friend, Susie Eller. Um, Susie, I am so glad you're here. Why don't you just start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Sure. You know, um, first of all, I'm just Susie Eller. I've been writing for, goodness, a couple of decades now. Yeah. Uh, speaking and writing and getting to come alongside women. Uh, I'm a mom to three grandchildren and their spouses, and I have six littles. And then I'm married to a guy who I love a lot, but I also really, really like him. <laughs> That's a, that is a good yeah. thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I always tell my husband, John, you're my favorite. Like, I just love that we get to do life together and we just Same. have fun together. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and also, I was just going to say for those who are stepping in, I usually, I usually would spruce up just a little bit <laughs> for my time with Trisha that we are in an ice storm. And so this is as good as you're going to Ice get. storm and you're in the middle of moving. So I am in the middle of moving. That's a lot going on. But I'm excited to be here, yeah. right? I'm so glad you're here. Well, today we're talking about your book, uh, Prayer Starters, Talking with God about the hard times and it's a beautiful cover i just love um the blues and the woven veins of gold within there i think there's so much in that cover but susie tell us a little bit about how this book got started because the part that strikes me is the talking with god about the hard times and so i think before we can write i mean you've had to live through it so tell us just about your journey and how it led to this book Sure. Well, when I approached the publisher, the the thing that I asked is I said, you know, I don't want to write a book about prayer, like how to pray or three ways to pray. I want to write a book that helps a woman connect with God through prayer right where she's at. Because when we're in those hard times, and I've been in that, Tricia, um, sometimes we just have so much we want to talk to God about but we're overwhelmed Mm -hmm. and we're struggling and we're trying to clarify for ourselves what we want to say, what we're thinking, what we're feeling. And so I wanted to write a book that a woman could reach for at 3 a.m. in the morning Mm -hmm. or in a quiet time or carry with her and it allow her to tell God all the things that are on her heart. And you asked about my own journey um, the last three years have been kind of a, I don't know how to describe them except for to say that every time I thought I could take a deep breath, um, 
something else hit really, really hard. Mm -hmm. And these were unwanted, unasked for circumstances and situations. And um, sometimes we go through those seasons and it's hard. And yet God is still God. Yeah. (laughs) And so, and you, and in those seasons is when you feel like, you know, I remember not too long ago being at my brother's bedside in hospice and I just didn't have any words to say, not verbally, but inside there were thousands of words that I wanted to talk to God about. And um, he was present and he was there and he was still my refuge and my shelter. So um, it's just been a, it's been a season of trust. That's really all I can say about it. Yeah. And I think when we go through those hard times, um, I mean, the same questions, we just did the book of Job and I'm doing a daily Bible podcast now, which I'm like, how did I think I needed to add on a daily thing? Yeah. But it was, it's been so good because I'm in God's word so much. We just finished the book Mm -hmm. of Job and you're like, okay, he's doing so well. He's like praising God. And then a couple of verses later, he's like, I wish I was never born. And mm-hmm. then God, can't you see me? And it's just yes. so much the human condition. And, um, you know, after adopting kids from hard places, we uh, I'd be on the floor sometimes. And like, you knew this was going to happen. <laughs> like, how could you mm-hmm. do this to me? And the next yeah. day, I'm like, thank you for what you've done. It's just the ups <laughs> and the downs and the uh, climb trying to get out of the hole and then you get a glimpse of hope and it's it is it's all the emotions and then sometimes you don't know what to say or sometimes it's like god knew this was going to happen <laughs> you know and and i love how you were use that word trust because yeah. through the end it's just like this is not fun right now but i still trust that you have a plan that you love me that you are taking care of me even though sometimes i feel hurt that you let this happen or abandoned. I mean, all the emotions. And I think sometimes we think like I'm the only one and I'm a horrible person from doubting God. But what I love about your book is that all these real emotions and there's, you know, each page has a different one where you can say like, there's questions or there's the beginning of a prayer. And then you, you know, this one says, um, you may not feel brave today, but running to him is not only brave, it's wise on your part. Imagine a fortress carved out of God's love. Step inside, take a deep breath, and talk to him. So some of them have these little just encouragements or questions. Have you ever asked yourself? Or what do you think about this? Or if you wanted to write to God today, what would you say? And it's like, oh, not only are you helping me think about the words, but then you're helping me like, okay, I can really use that right now, that fortress. Yeah. I, yes, God, I need you as a fortress. And, you know, there is definitely an order as you're going through the book, but you could jump to the end and be like, okay, this is what I need to be praying today. Like this prayer back here, like it doesn't even yeah. need to be done in order. And I love how you just help start the conversations and then lead people into that. And where did you get the idea to do that? Because it would be easy to like make it just a journal or make it just a devotional. So why, why did you want to do the, let's start these prayers and get it started? So this actually started years ago in a personal journey and I wasn't raised in church. And I remember becoming a believer and man, God just turned my world upside down. 
And I looked around and I saw people and I heard them talking to God. And I wanted to talk to him too. But more than that, Trisha, I wanted to hear back. Mm. And I believe that was possible. So I had people that were discipling me and mentoring me um, all the way through my early 20s. But I remember, as I would say, you know, how do I pray? And sometimes those answers were beautiful, but sometimes they, they felt really complex, like, if you do the three P's, you know, you pray, you petition, you praise and, and or or other times, which is beautiful. But other times it was kind of like, you know, if you do this many minutes every single day and what I wanted was intimacy. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I wanted I wanted to encounter Jesus and didn't even know what that looked like. So what I began to do is as when I would go into my time with the Lord, whatever that looked like. I would ask him, you know, Lord, would you, would you talk to me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I hear this from women all the time who say, you know, Susie, God doesn't talk to me. And, and I was there, I was there, I was saying, Lord, I, I think all of these other people hear from you and I'm not sure I do. What I didn't realize is God is such a creative, unique God. Like there wasn't one way that he would mm-hmm. talk to me, but as I began to get in the word, there were times that I would pause in the word because I was learning and digging in and I tended to just highlight those and keep going. That's what we do when we see yeah. something that kind of jumps out. I started pausing and I began to ask the Lord, is there something here? <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm pausing. Yes. I'm pulling out my yellow highlighter, but is there something there? And over the years, those became prayer starters. Mm-hmm. And it was my personal journey. And, and for example, there there might be a story about the prodigal son, and I and I just felt the Lord really, you know, pause here for a minute, dig in, and I began to ask myself, Lord, is is there something here that you're trying to tell me? And for, for example, that story, just if I can unpack that just for a yeah. minute, is I was a young mom. And I was overwhelmed at times. I wanted to be a good mom. I was learning how to be a good mom. And as I read this story, I see this man who had been given so much. And this he went away from his father. And here he is trudging back home with the stink of the pig pen mm-hmm. upon him, but more so the cloak of shame. Yeah. And he's walking back and he's expecting absolutely nothing. If I can hopefully be a servant in my father's house that would be a good thing and i'm gonna get tearful here just because this story still just lights me up is you know his father sees him from a distance and what does he do he hikes up his Mm -hmm. robe his tunic um which a man of dignity would never do and he runs toward his son Mm -hmm. and he draws him in so when i pause there as a young mom and i say okay lord I believe that you're speaking to me through this. Yeah. This is your character. (laughs) Mm -hmm. This is who you are. You're showing me who you are. And Lord, when there are times that I feel like, man, I can't even go to God because yesterday I yelled at my kids. It was something I promised I would never do, but I did. And I feel such shame over that. And Lord, what I want to do in the flesh is just give up, not on my kids, not on you, but just give up and say, I can't do this. I can't be that. And can I even come into your presence? But your character is that you see me. Yeah. 
and you love me and you run toward me and you welcome me home and you give me a fresh start. And so that turned into a prayer where I might say, Lord, yesterday I didn't have a clue what to do as a mom. And my instinct is that I want to run the other way, but I'm going to run towards you instead because your character is, is that you're going to meet me there and give me a fresh start. And I just had journals and journals of this, Tricia. And I thought that this was normal. And one day I was talking to a group of women and I began to share this. And they were like, Suze, show me how to do a prayer starter. Like, I want to know what that looks like. And I started teaching that. And then over this last three years, I realized that those prayer starters could be powerful connections Mm -hmm. with God in the darkness. Yes. And so that's how this book was birthed out of that. It's just, please let us just come alongside each other in that hard place and let us not only see the character of God or or hear from him in the word, but then let us be able to communicate back raw, messy, honest prayers that help us encounter Jesus when we need it most. That is so good. And I love that, you know, so many times we think like when we pray, it needs to be sitting down in a certain place. We're going to say these certain words. And when you are reading God's word, encountering that, picturing yourself as, you know, the sun and God's running towards you, it doesn't always come out in these perfect phrases, but you're, you're communicating and God's speaking to you and you feel different. Like that is communication to like, Lord, speak to me. He spoke to you through that story. His spirit spoke to your spirit through that story. And that is communication. And I love that, you know, this is an example of, oh, it's not these neat little, let's memorize these prayers. Let's do this little, um, you know, I've I've learned different acronyms, like you said, that it's just those moments where God is speaking to you and let's just keep going with the conversation. And one of the things, because I mentioned we're just doing Job, you know, so many times if we know people in hard times, like we're in hard times too, but if we know people that are going through hard times, we don't know what to say. Yeah. Job's friends really messed up over and <laughs> over again. They were just like accusing. It was just, it was, my heart broke. But I was thinking, cause my mom just lost her husband. She's going to be moving in with us for a while, transitioning 2000 miles. Um, I'm keeping my copy, but I'm going to order a copy and it's going to be sitting here when she gets here, wetting on her pillow. Cause when, she's feeling overwhelmed and she's feeling stuck. I know that this book will minister to her because it's connecting her with God. Like I'm not always going to know all the words. There's probably going to be days when I'm, excuse me, when I'm busy, when I'm running and I don't have time to focus on her needs and this new transition, but she's going to have, you know, this to help her connect with God. And I love that it is for those going through hard times that may feel like I should be doing better or why does this have to be hard? And we can, offer this. So I think so many, I think all of us know somebody right now that's going through hard times. And even in the front, you can write, I don't know all the words to say. Um, but I know that, that God is loves you and he will be there. Mm-hmm. And hopefully this will give you some encouragement and help you. And just, that's it. That's all you need to do. Um, yeah. we can't solve people's problems. <laughs> we can't give them all the answers. No. And sometimes the answers we give or the wrong thing, or they hear it the wrong way, even if we're trying to be kind and gracious, but 
offering a book like this and just writing a note in the front, I think can yeah. be such a huge encouragement for people. Sure. And it's just one tool. There's, mm -hmm. there's so many different things. And, and like I said, it's not, it's not formulaic. It's, it's not, it's honestly meant to be just intimate. I think one of the things that we do as women, and I talked to 200 women as I was writing this book, just to, because sometimes we live in our own bubble. Yes. And I wanted to get out of that bubble. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to hear from women and say, you know, what do you think about prayer? You know, what are some obstacles that you have? And, and there were there were some pretty distinct obstacles that came up. And this was whether you were a new believer like I was so many years ago and trying to figure it out, or women who had walked with God for a long time and love him deeply. But one of the things that we do is, is we put a lot of pressure on prayer. Mm, and yes. It, it, yeah. And, and, and prayer is meant to me, meant to be just a deep breath between you and God. And it's a deep breath where you grow. It's a deep breath where you encounter him, a deep breath where you share what is on your heart, but it's also a deep breath where you're assured and you find comfort and you find insight. And so one of the things that I, I've been encouraging women, I'm leading a group of women through a, a prayer Bible study right now. And again, just using, you know, using prayer starters, but also, mm -hmm. uh, Try, I said, let's take the pressure off. Let's take the pressure of comparison off. Yeah. My prayer doesn't have to sound like yours. <laughs> you yeah. know, um, let's take the pressure off of it. it has to be a certain format or a certain way. Let's take the pressure of expectations that we are, we usually put on prayer uh, that said that it has to be like fireworks. And, mm -hmm. you know, prayer is a series of conversations over time. Yeah that cement the bond between you and God and change you forever. Mm -hmm. And so Matthew 6, 8 tells us, and Jesus is the one speaking, and he's talking to people who have prayed since they were little and were taught about prayer. He said to them that don't be like them. And he's pointing over to the Pharisees who are standing on a street corner and making a big hubaloo yeah. about their prayers. And he said, because God knows what you need before you even ask. And I don't know about you, Tricia, that takes all the pressure yeah. off of me. Yeah. Like I can show up simply because he meets me there and he knows what I need before I even say a word. More so, he knows what I need before I can even clarify it for myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so good. I love that. That You know, you can start with, well, you know what, I, what I'm dealing with here. So, and just go from yeah. there. Like yeah. and I remember I had, you know, early years, again, young mom have the list with all the things. And I would just feel so bad if I hadn't looked at that list in a week and prayed for mm -hmm. all the things that I'm supposed to be praying for. It is that, that burden that you carry, like, I have That's to do true. this right. I have to get it right. Or my prayers aren't going to get answered as if God's like, okay, I'm waiting for time number 10 when you <laughs> pray that so that I will go yeah. ahead and answer it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Scripture tells us that God bends down to listen when mm -hmm. we pray. And, and that's an image. Again, another word picture uh, where I can imagine, Lord, um, right now you're bending down to listen to me. And I am, I am tears. I am confusion. I don't even know what to say right now, but you're bending down to listen and you know what I need. Mm -hmm. um, and what a beautiful place that I get to come and be in your presence 
because you already know what I need. You know, it's just this connection. And, and I, another thing that was kind of a battle is we get super distracted when it comes to prayer. I mean, technology, crazy. Um, and, and I'm, it's my battle just as much as anybody else. But when I think about John 10, 10, and I think about that beautiful verse, which is two distinct stories, but it says that there's a thief, our enemy, mm-hmm. who comes to steal, to kill, to um, take away from us, to kill, steal, and destroy. And then the other half is, is that, but Jesus came to give us a life that is full, rich, and abundant. And why wouldn't an enemy distract us from the other half of that verse? Right. You know, why wouldn't he come in and say, oh, Suze, listen, um, you've got 10, you're moving, you're, you're doing all these things. I'm also doing a daily podcast and another podcast. So I, yeah. And writing books and, and being a grandma and all the things, all the things. Why wouldn't he come in and try to still kill? Cause it's, those words sound really intimidating, but it, he's subtle and he's sly mm. and his tricks are old and they're tired. And, and so he's not going to come in and steal from me in the sense that it's big and showy. He's going to steal from me in the sense that he steals what God is trying to give me through distraction. Mm-hmm. You know, here's God saying, man, I want to comfort you, Susie. You lost your brother two and a half months ago and grief swoops in and hits you when you least expect it but I have comfort for you. I am your shelter. I am your refuge. Let me feel those places that feel really broken right now. And yet I have this distraction on the other side saying, oh no, no, I'm more important. So it just, there are so many things that want to get in the way Mm -hmm. of what God wants to give us when we just show up. Yeah. I love that. And I think the the just showing up is sometimes the biggest hurdle, like knowing that that God is bending his, like all these things you're saying, he is bending his ear down to us. He does run to us when he sees us hurting and broken and in need. And I was just telling this to a friend the other day that, you know, we've adopted seven kids and some of them have fully accepted like, yeah, mom, I need to borrow some money. Even some that are out of the house now, like, Hey, I'm stopping by do you have any leftovers I could take home? Like they're fully, fully embraced me <laughs> as mom. They're like calling me and they're asking for money yeah. and they're, they need like, it, and it's not that they're just looking at me for when they need stuff, but that relationship is there that they feel comfortable. And there's some mm-hmm. that are like, I don't want to tell mom I'm nervous or I'm, I'm going to buy my own homecoming dress because uh, mom might not like the one I pick out. So I'm just like, you already ordered a dress like you know it's it's just like I want to be part of this I want this relationship I want to and it's still they're so worried and I'm like I, it's fine like I'm so I just like I want to be there and connect with you and then they have this wall like if I'm not doing things right or whatever so they they push mm-hmm. back and I think we're that way with God it's like some yeah. times I mean I'm like, oh, I don't know. I haven't been reading my Bible lately. I don't know if I could pray. Like we, we just yeah. feel like he's up there watching us. And if we're not acting well enough or we don't do all the right things that he's not going to mm-hmm. listen to us. And I think just, yeah. just, I love those images that you gave us about run the running father running to us. 
bending down his ear, coming close to us. Um, That is the image. And I think for many, even raised in church, we we do think of the rules and if we're not following the rules. But Mm -hmm. what I love about this is we're just talking. We're just starting the conversation with the expectation that he is there. He's yeah. listening and he cares. And if we could get past that, like, like we could just start reading the prayer and just going like, okay, I'm just trusting that you're here right now and you're listening. That just moves us in a completely different direction. Um, and yeah. I think that's when my life transformed as a Christian. When I realized like, oh, like I don't have to do everything. <laughs> like you, you want to be here and just communicate whatever yeah. is going on. And I think yeah. that makes the hugest difference. You know, Trisha, when I think about the creativity of God, you know, and, and I shared this on another podcast, but it's just something that kind of has stunned me and, and it caught my attention. There are 17,500 distinct species of butterflies alone. <laughs> that, that just blows my mind. Okay. So our creator wasn't content with one butterfly. There are 17,500 distinct different species of butterflies. And so why is it that we think that this creative God is going to be mm-hmm. um, angry or he'll, he'll look at us in a different way if we come at him just as we are mm-hmm. in the way that he created us. For some of you, you're going to walk outside and you're going to take a deep breath there and you and God are going to talk. For others of you, you need that structure. Yeah. And that's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. There there are some of us that, for me, as I begin to get into the word and the word begin to speak to my heart. So what I would say is you be you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yeah, I love you know, that. Take the pressure off. Just show up. You be you. And, and when we do that, we understand that God knows us. Mm-hmm. Like he created us. He knows that I have hummingbird head syndrome. He knows that I can get distracted 10 ways till Tuesday. He understands that. And so when I show up, there are times, Trisha, when I'm writing, that I'll turn and with my right hand, I'll write a grocery list because it popped into my brain. God is not punishing me for that. I put that over there and I'm like, thank you, Lord. Okay, I'll deal with that later. Here's me and you again. And he knows that. He knows that. He knows that about me. And so... Um, you know, when I think about some of the burdens that we allow to come on us, when it comes to prayer, it kind of breaks mm, my heart a little does, bit yeah. <laughs> because, you know, here's God who loves you, loves you, loves you more than you can imagine. And we have some old tradition, some old teaching some harsh something and maybe again maybe our own expectations that we've put as a mountain between us and god and and i would just say there are times that i'll I'll tell god lord just chisel it Mm -hmm. like break down that wall whatever it is because i may not even understand what this is but what i do know because i'm in your word is i know your character yeah And you're not just the prodigal father. You're all of these other things Mm -hmm. that I have learned about you. And so I'm going to come to you and and I'm going to trust as you break down this mountain that is between us. And Lord, I'm going to encounter you. And maybe I say the words I want to say, 
or maybe I just soak in your presence. Both are beautiful. And maybe this day is five minutes. Maybe another day it turns into something bigger, greater that than what you expected. All of it counts. Yeah. <laughs> All of it counts. And it's over time that, you know, most of us are not going to go like Moses did and come down with white hair after this, you know, <laughs> encounter with God. But I promise you over time, over time, you are completely changed from the inside out. I love that. And yeah, maybe the first prayer as we're going to be wrapping up this, that, that we can encourage people to pray is show us those areas where those, those hardness or those walls have been put up that we yeah. don't even maybe realize. I remember um, years ago, every time we'd have communion at church, I would get all tense and like stress out, like, oh no, today's communion. And I realized like, why am I getting, like, it would just be like so stressful. I would just be of like, why are we having communion today? And I realized, cause when I was little, there was like, I don't know, just who knows if I even heard it the right way, but some, her, sure. some sermon um, was like, if you don't remember everything and confess it, before um, you had take communion, you can be ill or you're going to be struck dead. And it was like, okay, wow. I yell at my kids. Like, and again, I don't even know if I heard it the right way, but yeah, as, yeah but uh, that's how it landed in your heart. Fifth or sixth graders, that's, that's what I took away from it. So every time communion came, it became this I need to think about everything I've done. I need to confess. And so, of course, when I walk in and see that things are set up for communion, my heart would start like, oh no, there's this tension there. And I realized like, that's not a truth. That's not truth. First of all, that's not truth. Not and and I need to look at this and say, we are celebrating that Christ gave his life for us. This is the time of celebration. And yes, I want to pray and ask God for forgiveness for things I've done, either knowingly or unknowingly, but it's a celebration. Mm -hmm. And that just changed everything. Yeah. Can I, can I just, for someone who's listening right now, I want you to understand that I'm mad is a prayer when you're talking to God. Mm -hmm. I'm mad and I don't understand and I'm hurting. Those are prayers. Those are powerful prayers. And you are coming to a God who created you to feel. And what you're doing, instead of making a room inside of you where those emotions stay that are, that are hard and hurtful, you're actually sharing them with the one who created you to feel so that he can take up residence in those feelings and help you through them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've prayed before. Like, I love you, but I am pretty mad at you right now because you knew that this was going to happen and you knew that kid was going to yell those horrible things at me and you still put adoption in my heart. Like, I am a little upset with you right now. And that, that is yeah. a prayer. And it takes and a while to work. Through. Yeah, and he's your yeah. refuge in that moment. He's your safe place to say those things. But mm-hmm. in there, in that safe place is where you're going to find insight, direction, comfort, healing, yeah. wholeness, all the things that you need uh, in that moment. Yeah. And then when I have good moments, when I see a child drawing close to God or something, and then I'm yeah. like, okay. I know I was upset back there, (laughs) but I see what you're doing. And even if I can't see all the answers to all of it, I understand. Like, it's that communication. Like, oh, yeah, I remember when I said that, (laughs) you know, if it is that it is that just communication. And there are, like you said, sometimes our morning prayer times when I'm reading something and just it turns into something more and and worship. And we have that time on some mornings to do it. But it's okay throughout the day if we're driving 
and those prayer thoughts are going up or if we wake up or in the shower or whatever, if that conversation is happening, that is a prayer. And, um, and we yeah. can go to God with all those emotions. Yeah. And it changes you and it mm -hmm. changes your faith and it's splash it out on others around you. And so I, I'm just excited that you gave me this place to be able to talk with you about prayer. Um, yeah. I just want everyone out there, anybody who has ever felt pressure, like I want mm -hmm. them to take a deep breath right now and be like, I can take a deep breath of prayer. Yeah, that's yeah. really what I came yeah. out with. And, and just thinking again, what you said with those walls that might be there that maybe mm -hmm. we don't even know. Um, Susie, would you just close our time? I usually don't do this. But would you yeah. just close your time praying for those um, yeah. of it, listening that, that, yeah. that, again, what we've been saying that you, I know you'll wrap it up, but yes. Yeah. Father, I'm just, I'm thankful for your daughter. Lord, she longs to talk to you, God, that whatever that mountain is that stands in the way, whether it's expectations or old teaching or just uncertainty, God, um, I pray, Lord Jesus, that you will show her that Lord, you are bending down to listen. You always have, and you always will. And that she'll run to you, God, with all the things that are on her heart. But Lord, I thank you also that you want to talk to her too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Lord, that you love her like crazy. And Lord, that you have good things for her, whether that is growth or comfort or hope. Whatever it might be, Lord Jesus, you have something for her too. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful for that. Amen. 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 Oh, Susie, I just love every time I get to spend time with you. It's such a rich and good you. conversation. Um, again, the book is Prayer Starters Talking with God about hard times and Suzanne Eller. Um, so if you look at Susie, yeah. you'll probably find her too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Friends call me Susie. Yeah. They make me put Suzanne on books. Yeah. So. <laughs> so where can people go? I know they can buy this wherever books are sold, but if they want to connect yeah. more with you, where can they go for that? There's a couple of places I'd love to invite you to. One is my website, which is SuzanneEller.com. There's some freebie stuff that you can download there where it comes to prayer starters. Also have a prayer starters, um, podcast awesome. it's a daily podcast so i'd love for you to look that up and we can connect every morning right after you listen to trisha's yeah there you go <laughs> <laughs> well thank you so much friend uh -huh, thank you thank you for tuning in to the trisha goyer show i hope you received help and inspiration that's what i'm here for now remember if you would like to submit a question email it to hello at trishagoyer.com and I can't wait until we connect again.